All right, so are we here? We're here. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> the Odd Drunk Podcast, that, for those who are listening. <laughs> we got some guests here, it is. here today. So um, we have a very special guest. It's our first outsider, I would say. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so from we out away out from the Badlands. Yeah, the Badlands. Yeah. Out there in the the wasteland and the the apocalyptic so, wasteland <laughs> outside of the mountains. So it's you, it's uh we're we're not very familiar with the world outside of our studio. Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. We just assume the bombs went off and uh, <laughs> this is just our lives. It's now. just we're fallout just now. I mean, the studio is kind of like a bunker. There's no natural light that comes in. <laughs> it's black walls. Um, Danny DeVito is with us because he's surviving, too. Yeah, um, he will always survive. He is a constant in the universe. He, yeah, Danny DeVito is a constant. He's the beginning and the end. Alpha and <laughs> Omega. <laughs> so. Okay, I've already snorted. That's a good <laughs> That's a really good sign. So, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Bruno. Hello. Ah. That sounded weird. Hi, I'm Torah. Um, that's it. That's it. That is a pretty good introduction, I'd say. She's my coworker. <laughs> I'm not gonna say where. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to embarrass us. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're, it's gonna be a really good episode. First, we're going. And we also oh, have yeah. we have your girlfriend. girlfriend. Gee, you almost skipped her, man. Yeah. What the hell? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that makes me feel mad. You. I'm in trouble. Yeah, you're in trouble. I don't give a crap. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a good episode. So. Hold on. Roll the intro. It's the Odd Drunk Podcast. Very strange podcast. The drunkest show in the world. It's Jackson and Colton talking out of their ass. We don't care as long as drinks are poor. Sometimes we have our friends here. We will talk about anything. Anything. We don't care as long as we have And if you let that whiskey ring, the Our Drunk Podcast. Look at it. And that was it. Yep. For you, you look very confused. Okay. We have an intro song, but we don't play it live. We insert it. It's a good post. intro. It's jazzy. <laughs> but we pretend like <laughs> we pretend like we heard it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we still need to get Cody to trim it on that, and then it's gonna yeah. just send it, you know. Mm-hmm. Like a you know, uh, Cody uh, Donald. Like, yeah, a cross, yeah. like a croissant. Um, so I don't know any other French things. You already saw from reading the title, but this is a new idea we've got going here. A new type of episode. We are going going to be reading some Harry Potter for you guys, basically. Um, yeah, we've done commentary on movies. We're going to do a commentary on a book, a chapter. A reading. Book, yeah, a reading. Yeah. And if it's good enough, maybe we'll do an audio book. <laughs> We're yeah. not going to commit to that, but... <laughs> Let's say this episode gets like a thousand downloads. Well, you know how like audiobooks, <laughs> when people record those, they can't make mistakes and stuff, and it's like really well edited. Well, we should do like an the opposite odd, of that. Yeah, an odd drunk audiobook would be like just we would get really plastered and then read a book. Yeah. And it would so, be terrible. We'd probably mispronounce words, skip also, whole sentences. <laughs> before we get into this, I just, I don't, I'm not going to apologize 
because it's kind of the point of the podcast. But we got plastered last time, especially me. And um, it was fun. It was a fun episode. I enjoyed it. But I said a lot of dumb things. I don't think I said anything mean or offensive. I did make fun of Bob Dylan a little bit. So I apologize, Bob Dylan. <laughs> Bob, if you're listening. I just made fun of him. Bob, if you're listening, we love you, but you're really easy to make fun of. Yeah. Um, but I just want to make a few corrections, just real quick. So I talked about how the Sublime Solo is like Stairway to Heaven. But I got the wrong song. I said it was Date Rape. New. No. Smoke Two Joints. And it's just the beginning of the Stairway to Heaven solo. Yeah. That's the first one. Second one. Uh, the record store back home. I feel like this isn't is needed, but I just need to get it out there because I really like this record store. It's called Starship Records. That's what I was trying not, to talk not about. Starlight. Not Starlight or Star <laughs> or whatever. I just call it Star at one point. And also... I just want to apologize for going on that metal rant. Not for being drunk, but going on that metal rant. Um, well, you, you shouldn't yeah, have mentioned Metallica. Um, metal, I'm just saying. Yeah, I should. Really, I should be apologizing for mentioning Metallica and <laughs> Drunk Jackson. Um, but it was fun, right? It was fun. Yes. And I hope you guys are listening to ska now, because that is such a fun form yeah. of music. Listen to ska or else. Yeah, Torah. Listen to Scott. Pick it up, pick it up. Pick it up, Tora. pick it up. <laughs> well, here I am, doing everything I can. Okay, it's not a Scott episode again, but we could put some Scottisms into Harry Potter. So what we're going to do, we're going to read. We're re- if you want to read along with us, if you were going to do that, I assume nobody's going to do that. But if you're that one person, we are reading Goblet of Fire. Do yeah. yeah. Pick it up. Pick up that book. Pick it up. Pick it up. Uh, here I am. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, we're reading Harry Potter Part 4, Goblet of Fire. The movie version. No. The novelization of the movie based off the book. Those exist, based by the way. The, Those do exist. Based off of the novel Precious by Sapphire. <laughs> it's my favorite movie. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we're going to read The Goblet of Fire. And this chapter is called The Goblet of Fire. So, that's... That's nice. And we're going to do each character, do some voices. And then after that, we got some other things to throw in here, some quizzes. And and then I have one special little thing for the end. And, yeah, I'm excited. So are you excited as I am, Tora? I'm nervous. Oh, don't be nervous here. I'm nervous. We don't fight. We I already, either. I dr- almost drank all my butter beer, and I feel, kind of, I feel kind of drunk. I'm nervous. I'm going to stutter on these words. Thank you, Tora. You just gave a perfect segue to the next section of the show. Um, what are we drinking? We are not drinking anything from the muggle world, okay? We are drinking butter beer from Harry Potter. Yes. And so... What do they call that? Uh, tavern. Um, the Winking um, Skeever? Um, <laughs> that's Skyrim. No, that's uh, the Winking Skeever. The Three Broomsticks. <laughs> Don't mix your Skyrim with Harry Potter, even though there's really good... <laughs> my, my next guess is going to be the Prancing Pony. <laughs> <laughs> but so it's butterbeer. So what it is, um, it's a cream soda 
butterscotch schnapps, which tastes like candy, by the way, vanilla vodka, and then some whipped cream on top. It's that simple. It's delicious. Yeah. Sweet. It's probably the sweetest thing we've had on here. It's so sneaky. It's very sneaky. Very dangerous. Yeah. And that's how we like it. Sneaky and dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> I like all my sneaky drinks to be sneaky. <laughs> um, like a ninja. Level 100 in stealth. I forgot to start the timer, but it's okay now. It's I fixed it. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, we're each going to do a different character. I'm going to be Ron in this chapter. Ron Weasley. Um, or, yeah, we're reading uh, chapter 16. Yeah. The Goblet of Fire. Happens to be the title of the book as well. Yeah, I said that earlier. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't listening. Stop stealing. <laughs> Stealing your <laughs> but um so yeah i'm gonna be ron weasley okay and you're gonna be harry yeah i guess okay <laughs> sounds like it <laughs> if you want i mean i, I don't do you like want to be hermione that'd be pretty good okay um be Harry. and tori you're gonna be hermione right okay yeah and then i'll also be narrating because that's a character in and of itself. Because if we just say the dialogue without any narration, it's gonna be way shorter and make no sense. <laughs> yeah, we'll just we'll just say <laughs> we'll just say all the uh, we'll just say all of the uh, dialogue only. Danielle, are you ready? Just there? the dialogue. Okay, that's where we're going with. That's what we're gonna call me. Okay. Uh, okay, cool. mixed squibbles. How about that? <laughs> you said I could make one up. That's fine, whatever, man. Um, I have never read any of the Harry Potter you, books or really watched Do you have a character movies. you would like to do? No, I think I'll just be a keen observer for now. Do you want to be Dumbledore? You could be Dumbledore. Because oh right now, Col yeah, that one's not. I don't know. I mean, I don't really, I'm not super good at reading out loud, but uh, I can try. Who is? I always hated reading out loud in class, and this is going to help me purge that fear. I've always been fine at reading out loud, to be honest. Look at you, we're fine with reading in class. No, I just always notice, I always mispronounce things when I speak in class, usually. Especially like in the morning, like our morning class. Oh yeah, when you're tired. I'm just like, it's the... I mispronounce my own words when I'm in class and I hate it. Yeah, so... I guess if I'm going to read, just tell me what to read, because I'm... This is not like what oh, if you, if you don't want to read, we will like, make you read. Do you want to do... What? You could do the narration it? if you want, because you don't have to do like a voice for that. You can just get into it. Does it say narrator somewhere? It just no, not it's dialogue. just everything that's not a dialogue. <laughs> Which is well, a lot. That's a lot. You that is more work. <laughs> I'll do narration. You can figure it out as we go. Yeah, you don't dump, have to read anything. Okay. Yeah, so... <laughs> Alright, so... Open up your books, grab a beer, a butter beer. Grab grab a butter beer. Wow, you already drank all that. Um <laughs> grab a butter beer, put on your your round reading glasses. Yeah, the only thing that's successful right now is the whiskey. That's up to you. Okay? So I know you gotta ride, so go for it. <laughs> well, it's up to Colin really because it's his whiskey. I don't care. He doesn't care. He doesn't care about anything. He's a nihilist. <laughs> <laughs> He's, nice. He's some hipster nihilist. I am not a nihilist. <laughs> You're an anarchist. It's different. No. No, he's not even that. I'm an objectivist. Yeah. What the hell is that? <laughs> some hipster. <laughs> don't worry about it. My dad said you were a yuppie hipster because you liked spam. 
And I'm like, that, what? <laughs> I thought that what? was yummy. <laughs> That's such a dad thing. I thought that was so good. Your dad's comments on that. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> did you see? Did you see my comments back at him? I did not. No, I, I commented uh, as the Odd Drunk Podcast uh, page. The gif of the Monty Python spam. spam oh, I saw the spam. <laughs> oh, I love Monty Python. Okay, let's get into this. Open up your book. Yeah, grab your Jackson. drink. Yes. So I'm going to start this. <laughs> Chapter 16. <laughs> the Goblet of Fire. Good narration. I don't believe it. Ron said in a stunned voice as the Hogwarts students filed back up the steps behind the party from Durmstrong. <laughs> Crumb, Harry! Victor Crumb! It's Hermione. Hermione. <laughs> For heaven's sake, Ron, he's only a Quidditch player, says Hermione. He says that, says Hermione. Said Hermione. <laughs> <laughs> only a Quidditch player? Ron said looking at her as though he couldn't believe his ears. <laughs> Hermione, he's one of the best seekers in the world! I had no idea he was still at school. As they recrossed the entrance hall with the rest of the Hogwarts students heading for the Great Hall, Harry saw Lee Jordan jumping up and down on the soles of his feet to get a better look at the back of Crumb's head. Is that like a basketball player? Lee Jordan. Lee Jordan. Sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> For the Lakers. <laughs> He's in Hogwarts. No wonder. He has magic shoes. He's going to teach basketball. Okay. Cheater. Whatever. Several six... Oh, I read it as six-year-olds. Several six-year girls were frantically searching their pockets as they walked. Uh... <laughs> Wait, who is it? <laughs> no, it's... It's me? Oh, okay. Oh, I don't believe it. I haven't got a single quill on me. Do you think you'd sign my hat and lipstick? Really? Hermione said loftily as they passed the girls, now squabbling over the lipstick. I'm getting his autograph if I can, said Ron. You haven't got a quill, have you, Harry? Nope, that upstairs isn't my bad. <laughs> Said Harry. <laughs> they walked in. <laughs> hey, it's whatever we want. I'm doing. Harry will sound however I want it to sound. Sure. This is our interpretation. There is never a description of Harry's accent in the books. That is true. Let's just assume. Okay. Quiet. <laughs> They walked over to the Gryffindor table and sat down. Ron took care to sit on the side facing the doorway because Crumb and his fellow Dornstrong students, they're the Russian ones or French? They're like Russian. They're French. Noise. 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 <laughs> Anyways, apparently unsure about where they should sit. The students from... Uh, the students from Bobatons had chosen seats at the Ravenclaw table. They were looking around the Great Hall with glum expressions on their faces. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> Three of them were still clutching scarves and shells around their heads. 
It's not bad cold, said Hermione defensively. Why didn't they bring clubs? Over here! Come and sit over here! Ron hissed. Over here, Hermione, budge up, make a space! What? I don't know. Too late, said Ron bitterly. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're learning as we go, guys. <laughs> Victor Crumb and his fellow Dormstrong students had settled themselves at the Slytherin table. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, I'm hearing. Yeah, I think it's that chord. That's worse. Is it hitting against the table? No. It's just a bad chord. The readers of this podcast encountered some technical difficulties, mm. but maybe Colton's magical editing skills will fix that. I cannot remember where I am, so... Uh, Victor Crumb. Victor Crumb and his fellow Dormstrong students had settled... Them, whatever. Had settled themselves at the Slytherin table. Harry could see Malfoy... Crab and Coyle looking very smug about this. As he watched, Malfoy bent forward to speak the crumb. Yeah, that's right. Swarm up to him, Malfoy, said Ron scathingly. I bet Crumb can see right through him, though. Bet he gets people f fawning over him all the time. Where'd you reckon they're going to sleep? We could offer him space in our dormitory. Harry, I wouldn't mind giving him my bed. I could give him a camp bed. Hermione snorted. They look a lot happier than the blue bottom rocks. <laughs> said Harry. I don't know how to the say it. The students are pulling off their heavy furs and looking up at the starry black ceiling with expressions of interest. A couple of them were picking up the golden plates and goblets and examining them, apparently impressed. Up at the staff table, Ouch. Filch, the caretaker, <laughs> was adding chairs. He was wearing his moldy old tailcoat in honor of the occasion. Harry was surprised to see that he added four chairs, two on the either side of Dumbledore's. But there are only two extra people, Harry said. Why is Filch putting up four chairs? Who else is coming? I, <laughs> said Ron vaguely. <laughs> he was still staring <laughs> avidly at Crumb. <laughs> is Ron? No, never mind. Um, when all the students had entered the hall and settled down at their house tables, the staff entered, filing up to the top table and taking their seats. Last in line were Professor Dumbledore, Professor Kakarov, Kakarov and Madame Maxine. She's the mean one in pink, right? I don't know. No. She's cool. She's cool? Okay, cool. Good. I'm glad she's cool. When their head, when their headmistress appeared, the pupils from Bulbatons leapt to their feet. A few of the Hogwarts students laughed. The Bulbatons party appeared quite unembarrassed, however, and did not resume their seats until Madame Maxime had sat down on Dumbledore's left-hand side. Dumbledore remained standing. And a silence fell over to Great Hall. And Madame Maxine, she's a tall one, I remember. Yep. 
Uh, oh, she's the one that, uh, that Hagrid wants to bang. Yeah, she shouted Good out. evening, ladies and gentlemen, ghost, and most particularly, guest. It's a pretty good Dumbledore. Yeah. <laughs> Said Dumbledore. Old. That's old. Oh, yeah, I got, <laughs> I got a bit more of a beaming around at the foreign students. Uh, now you've... Uh, <laughs> I have great pleasure in, in welcoming you to Hogwarts. I, I'm going to go back to the whole thing. I hope and trust that your stay here will be both comfortable and enjoyable. Hmm. One of the Bovaton girls, still clutching a muffler around her head, gave what was unmistakably a derisive... That's a word. Laugh. Um, that is a word. <laughs> that is correct. Now what's making you sick? Hermione whispered, bristling at her. Okay. The terminant will be officially opened at the end of the feast, said Dumbledore. I now invite you all to eat, drink, and make yourselves at home. He sat down, and Harry saw Kakaroth lean forward at once, and engage him in conversation. The plates in front of them were filled with food as usual. The house elves and the kitchen seemed, their slaves, seemed to be pulled out from the stops. There was a greater variety of dishes in front of them than Harry had ever seen, including several that were definitely foreign. What's that? said Ron, pointing at a large dish of some shellfish stew that stood beside a large steak and kidney pudding. That's so British. What do you think? Said Hermione. The shellfish stew it's sounds gross. Bless you, said Ron. Now you're lying. It's French. I had it on holiday summer before it lost. It's very nice. I'll take your word for it, said Ron, helping himself to black pudding. The Great Hall seemed somehow much more crowded than usual, even though there were barely 20 additional students there. Perhaps it was because their differently colored uniforms stood out so clearly against the black of the Hogwarts robes. Now that they had removed their furs, the Dornstrong students were revealed to be wearing robes of a deep blood red. Hagrid sidled into the hall through a door behind the staff table 20 minutes after the start of the feast. He slid into his seat at the end and waved at Harry, Ron, and Hermione in a very heavily bandaged hand. Skirt's doing all right, Hagrid. I'm not good. Thriving! I'm just going to do the same voice for Hagrid for everyone. <laughs> That's going to be helpful. So excited. Okay, restart it. Do Harry. <laughs> Skrit's doing all right, Hagrid. Harry called. Throw it. <laughs> Hagrid called back happily. <laughs> yeah, I'll just bet they are. Said Ron, quiet, oh, quiet. <laughs> Looks like they finally found the fruit they like, doesn't it? Yeah, the, way, the way you've been doing Ron is he's just like full volume saying everything. Yeah. I get the impression that most of this he's scene, that most of this scene, they're whispering amongst themselves in their groups. And Ron is just an idiot. 
<laughs> Let me... Ron said quietly. Looks like they finally found a food they like, doesn't it? Hagrid's fingers. At that moment, a voice said, This is up to uh, anyone. Excuse me, are you waiting for the... <laughs> <laughs> Boiled this? That's my really bad French. It's a girl. <laughs> that was a girl. That was a girl voice. <laughs> it was a girl from... Uh, yeah, I know, but that's the girl voice. I'm sticking with uh, it. Yeah, I no. committed, I and that's you. what's happening. Yeah. Um, who had laughed during Dumbledore's speech. <laughs> she had finally removed her muffler. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> let, me, let me drink more. Oh, you guys both finish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was very good. <laughs> good Thank you. A long sheet of silvery blonde hair fell almost to her waist. She had large, deep blue eyes and a very white, even teeth. <laughs> Ron went purple. He stared up at her, <laughs> opened his mouth to reply, but nothing came out except a faint, gurgling noise. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, love it. Said Harry, pushing the dish toward the girl. <laughs> this is so British right here. This is the girl being French. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Are you half a finished visit? <laughs> yeah. Ron said gratefully. <laughs> yeah, it was excellent. The girl picked up the dish and carried it carefully off to the Ravenclaw table. Ron was still goggling at the girl as though he had never seen one before. <laughs> Harry started to laugh. <laughs> the sound seemed to jog Ron back to his senses. <laughs> She's a villain. Oh, no shit. Oh, yeah, that's me, yeah. Yeah, that's you. He said her hoarsely to Harry. Of course she isn't, said Hermione tartly. I don't think anyone else gaping at her like an idiot. But she wasn't entirely right about that. As the girl crossed the hall, many boys' heads turned, and some of them seemed to have become temporarily speechless, just like Ron. I'm telling you, that's not a normal girl, said Ron, leaning sideways so he could keep a clear view of her. They don't make them like that at Hogwarts. Oh, I make it okay, Hogwarts, <laughs> said Harry without thinking. Joe ha happened to be sitting only a few places away from the girl with the silver hair. That's his. He likes Joe, right? Yeah, yeah, he does. They get, they marry? She's the yeah. one that, uh, so when the movies came out and they cast her as an Asian actress, mm -hmm. I mean, she's pretty obviously Asian in the books. Mm -hmm. A lot of Harry Potter fans got really upset because they were convinced that she was a white British girl. Uh. That oh actually happened. That's just what they wanted it to be. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so, Hermione. When you put a buff, put your eyes back in. Said Hermione briskly. You'd be able to see who's just arrived. She was pointing up at the staff table. The two remaining empty seats had just been filled. Ludo Bagman was now sitting on Professor... Kakaros, other side, <laughs> while Mr. Crouch, Percy's boss, was next to Madame Maxime. Oh, that's a. Uh... Oh, no <laughs> Is he like the old guy? Yeah, he's. He's like David Tennant's dad in the movie. Is that? 
that who I'm thinking of? David Tennant. Tennant. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bart. Yeah, Barty Crouch Jr. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's Doctor Who. The actor. Oh, I'm talking about the actor. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just know that. <laughs> Where are we? What are they doing here? <laughs> said Harry in surprise. They organized the Triwizard Tournament, didn't they? Said Hermione. I suppose they want to be here to see Bart. When the second course arrived, they noticed the number of unfamiliar desserts, too. Ron examined an odd sort of pale blanchemange, I don't know, uh, closely, then moved it carefully a few inches to his right so that it would be clearly visible from the Ravenclaw table. The girl who looked like a Vila appeared to have eaten enough, however, and did not come over to get it. Once the golden plates had been wiped clean, Dumbledore stood up again. A pleasant sort of tension seemed to fill the hall now. Harry felt a slight thrill of excitement. I need you to feel that excitement. <laughs> Wondering what was coming. <laughs> Several seats down from them, Fred and George were leaning forward, staring at Dumbledore with great concentration. The moment has come. Okay, that's it now, uh, said Dumbledore, <laughs> smiling around at the sea of upturned faces. The Triwizard Tournament is about to start. I would like to buy, say a few words of explanation before we bring in the casket. The what? Ron shrugged. Harry murdered. Wait, I got that. Whatever. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it happens all the time. Oh, no. <laughs> Just to clarify the procedure that we will be following this year, but first, let me introduce for those who do not know them, Mr. Bertermius Crouch, head of the Department <laughs> of International Magical Cooperation. <clears throat> there was a smattering of polite applause. Like a golf clap. And Mr. Ludo Bagman, head of the Department of Magical Games and Sports. <laughs> I'm imagining Dumbledore right now as like some like Fat. vaguely Santa? You know, New England like gym coach. Okay, yeah. That's that's <laughs> what you're reminding me of. Yeah, I'm just going wherever my <laughs> mind takes me. <laughs> Slightly <laughs> overweight, balding. <laughs> Sorry about that, I hit connecting. Okay, Damn it, Jackson. back to it. There was a much louder round of applause for Bagman than for Crouch, perhaps because of his fame as a beater. It's a quick player. It's a quick player. Okay. It's yeah. a position in the game. Yeah, they have a bat. Yeah, they do beat people. That <laughs> sounds problematic. Well, they're supposed to beat the, the, the balls, but they also beat people. It's like rugby if they're, flying. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, but yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they they hit the balls. You know there's people that actually play Quidditch? Yeah. Oh my god, that's so like... fucking cool. <laughs> I did that once. You should do it. Oh god. That's like <laughs> LARPing, but worse. There was a, there was a, I, I, I went, there was a group of people that were doing it, and they were like, do you want to play? I was like, uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> you, they had brooms, and you run around with, like, brooms. <laughs> it was, it was really stupid, but it was fun. <laughs> I had a good time. Yeah, my high school had a Quidditch club. <laughs> Serious, they would practice on the football field. Yeah. Okay. It is really stupid, but it's... Or simply because he looked so much more likable. He acknowledged it with a jovial wave of his hand. 
Bartimius Crouch Crouch did not smile or wave when his name was announced. Remembering him in his neat suit at the Quidditch World Cup, Harry thought he looked strange in his wizard robes. His toothbrush mustache and severe parting looked very odd next to Dumbledore's long white hair and beard. Mr. Bagman and Mr. Crouch have worked tirelessly over the last few months on the arrangements of the Triwizard Tournament, Dumbledore continued. And they will not be and they will be joining myself, <clears throat> Professor Kakaroff, and Madame Maxime on the panel that will judge the champions' efforts. At the mention of the word champions, quote unquote, the attentives ah, <laughs> the attentiveness, attentiveness of the listening students seemed to sharpen. Perhaps Dumbledore had noticed his <laughs> sudden stillness, for he smiled as he said, The casket then, if you please, Mr. Filch. Filch, who had been lurking unnoticed in the far corner of the hall, now approached Dumbledore, carrying a great wooden chest encrusted with the jewels. It looked extremely old. A murmur of excitement and interest arose from the watching students. Dennis Creevy actually Dennis Creevy actually stood on his chair to see it properly, but being so tiny, his head hardly rose above anyone else's nerd. Right. We might need to take a break so we can make more drinks, by the way. Yeah. Because I kinda want another one. We can do that. But let's just keep going. Well, we'll finish, we'll finish chapter because we have another we'll take, take a read yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. There isn't that many more pages up. It's like yeah. six more pages. No, yeah, so let's get... Okay. The instructions for the task of the, the champions we'll face this year have already been examined by Mr. <laughs> Crouch and Mr. Bagman. i got to say, I really like your Dumbledore. That Thank you. It's right evolving. It's, it's evolved into like a real character I'm figuring now. it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I Thank you. You're welcome. It's so nice. <laughs> As Filch placed the chest carefully on the table before him. Because Dumbledore is just normally so gentle in the movies and stuff, what I'm used to it, and I'm really liking the, like, the more direction. aggressive, yeah. like, oh. <laughs> Dumbledore. Oh. Okay, back to the And they have made the necessary arrangements for each challenge. There will be three tasks, three tasks, spaced throughout the school year, and they will test the champions in many different ways. Their magical progress. Their daring, fake, their powers of deduction and seduction, <laughs> and of course, their ability to cope with danger. Their powers of seduction. By the way, we're gonna be adding some things. That in there. Feel be, free. That Feel free to add stuff. That would be a really good <laughs> twist in that story. In this whole story, <laughs> that deduction, seduction. I'm like, at this last word, the hall was filled with silence. So absolute that nobody seemed to be breathing. Don't breathe. <gasps> As you know, these champions <laughs> compete in the tournament. Dumbledore went on calmly. <laughs> it's the calmly meme. I did it. Okay. See, if it was the movie version, that would be accurate. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I lost my <laughs> Okay, I got it. Okay. Wait, wait, okay. 
One from each of the participating schools. They will be marked on how well they perform each of the tournament tasks, and champion with the highest total after task three with, will win the Tri-Wizard Cup. The champions will be chosen by the impartial selector, the Goblets of Fire. Roll credits. <laughs> Roll credits for me. Uh, uh, okay. Credits. Okay. <laughs> no, we're going to keep going. I don't know how to roll credits in a podcast. <laughs> I don't know. Figure it out. <laughs> Dumbledore now took out his wand and tapped it three times upon the top of the casket. Oh. Thank you. That was cool. That's hold not on, a on. casket. Hold on, hold on. I love how you have to... Okay. The lid creaked slowly open. <laughs> nice. Dumbledore reached inside it. <laughs> it is a magical lid, so I imagine it would make that action <laughs> Dumbledore reached inside it and pulled out a large, roughly hewn wooden cup. It would have been entirely unremarkable had it not been full to the brim of Jägermeister. <laughs> no, with dancing blue-white flames. Harry Potter, the Goblet of Jägermeister. <laughs> Way more exciting. <laughs> Dumbledore closed the casket and placed the goblet carefully on top of it, where it could be clearly visible to everyone in the hall. Anybody wishing to submit themselves as champion must write their name and school clearly upon the slip of parchment and drop it into the goblet, said Dumbledore. Aspiring champions have 24 hours and which to put their names forward. Tomorrow night, Halloween, the goblets will return in the names of the three and has judged most worthy to represent their schools. The goblets will be placed in the entrance hall tonight. Oh, it's a narration. <laughs> you got too into it. Wait, wait. Yeah, no, it's... No, no, it's... <laughs> what, the... what the... Okay. Yeah, he's talking. We will be freely accessible to all these wishing to compete. This was not narration. <laughs> um, to ensure that no underage student yields to temptation, that's okay, said Dumbledore. I will be drawing an age line around the goblet of fire once it has been placed in the entrance hall. Nobody under the age of 17 will be able to cross the line. God. Why did I... <laughs> uh, I did this to myself. Didn't yeah, I? yeah. I yeah, didn't yeah. read it before. <laughs> Finally, I wish to impress any of you wishing to compete that this tournament is not to be entered into lightly. Once a champion has been selected by the Goblet of Fire, he or she is obliged to see the tournament through the end. This is almost childlike abuse. <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. It's definitely, yeah. yeah. Well, well, I mean, in the wizarding world, 17 is like 18 in right. our world. No, oh, which yeah, is weird and doesn't make a lot of sense. It's weird. <laughs> but anyways, the placing of your name in the goblet constitutes a binding magical contract. There can be no change of hearts once you have become a champion. Please be very sure, therefore, that you are wholeheartedly prepared to play before you drop your name into what the goblet. What would be the um, consequence if you put your name in and refused? Yeah, what would it be? 
Would you die? They execute you. (laughs) Not not anything magic. With an axe. (laughs) Yeah. Firing a line. <laughs> the old, the only use of guns in the wizarding world is for execution. Yeah, that's the only reason they keep them for the firing. Firing ones. <laughs> Would there be like muskets or? Yeah, mus- like, muskets probably. Like AR fifteens. <laughs> I like the idea of AR fifteens. <laughs> okay. Uh, now I think it's time for bed. Good night to you all. Lethal ejection. Who's Fred? We all be Fred Weasley. He's like Ron but older. An age line, Fred Weasley said, his eyes glinting, as they all made their way. Wait, he's the twin. Yep. Oh, I thought he was his dad. I was yep. like, why would his dad be there? Um, made their way across the hall to the doors to the entrance hall. Well, well, oh golly, oh gee. <laughs> That's what Fred Weasley's going to be now. That should be fooled by an aging potion, shouldn't it? <laughs> and once your name's in the goblet, you're laughing. It can't tell whether you're 17 or not. Well, I don't think anyone under 17 will stand a chance. Said Hermione. We just haven't learned enough. George? You beat George, come on. Speak for yourself! <laughs> what? Said, said George shortly. You'll try and get in, won't you, Harry? No, <laughs> I don't know who I am. You were supposed to say, say, said George. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, and, and then I said, yeah. Well, continue, <laughs> continue, uh, starting with Harry. <laughs> Harry thought briefly of Dumbledore's insistence <laughs> that nobody under 17 should submit their name. But then the wonderful picture of himself winning the Triwizard Tournament filled his mind again. He wondered how angry Dumbledore would be if someone younger than 17 did not find a way to get over the age line. Dead. Where is he? <laughs> said Ron, who wasn't listening to a word. <laughs> Ron is an idiot. He wasn't listening to a word of this conversation, but looking through the crowd to see what had become a crumb. Dumbledore didn't say where Drumstrong people were sleeping, did he? But the quarry has answered almost instantaneously. Instantly, they were level with the Slytherin table now, and Karkaroff had j- Karkaroff. That sounds like that sounds like a Mortal Kombat character. But yeah. Like a, yeah. he's like one of the ninja guys. Yeah, but he's like, maybe he has like sand powers or like yeah, but he's dirt. like Russian or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had just bustled to his students. <laughs> Back to the ship, then. He was saying, Victor. How are you feeling? Did you eat enough? Should I send for some mulled wine from the kitchen? <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> That's Karkaroff. Harry saw Crumb oh shake his head and he, as he pulled his furs back on. We're not doing realistic voices. I know, I'm just enjoying the fact that you're trying to struggle to find different accents for everything. <laughs> oh yeah, we're each doing like... Wait, where, where... Harry saw Crumb shake his... Wait, no, no, no. Yeah, Harry saw Crumb shake his head as he pulled his furs back on. Professor, I would like some wine. Bye. Said one of the other Dornstrong boys, hopefully. I wasn't offering it to you, Pelikov. Snaps <laughs> His warmly paternal air vanishing in an instant. I didn't get a paternal air from him in the first place. It vanished. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I notice you have dribbled food all down the front of your robes again. Disgusting, boy. 
culture off turn and led his students toward the doors, reaching them at exactly the same moment as Harry, Ron, and Hermione. Harry st stopped to let him walk through first. Danger! said Karkaroff carelessly, glancing at him. And then Karkaroff froze. He turned his head back to Harry and stared at him as though he couldn't believe his eyes. Behind their headmaster, the students from Dwarmstrong <laughs> came to a halt, too. Karkaroff's eyes moved slowly up Harry's face and fixed upon his scar. The Dwarmstrang students were staring curiously at Harry, too. Out of the corner of his eye, Harry saw comprehension dawn on a few of their faces. The boy with food all down his front nudged the girl next to him and pointed openly at Harry's forehead. Yeah, that's Harry Potter. <laughs> said a growling voice behind them. <laughs> growling. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Karkaroff spun around. Mad-Eye Moody was standing there. What kind of, okay. Leaning heavily on his staff. He's the guy. Oh, he's, he's with the, the robot with eye. The, yeah. yeah. His magical yeah. eye glaring. It's the robot. magical eye. <laughs> yeah. His magical eye glaring unblinkingly at the dorm string headmaster. The color drained from Karkaroff's face as Harry watched. A terrible look of mingled fury and fear came over him. You, he said, staring at Moody as though unsure he was really seeing him. <laughs> Me, <laughs> said Moody grimly. And unless you've got anything to say in Potter, Karkaroff, you might want to move. You're blocking the doorway. It was true. Half the students in the hall were now waiting behind them, looking over one another's shoulders to see what was causing holdup. Without another word, Professor Kokorov swept his students away with him. Moody watched him until he was out of sight, his magical Pierce's robot eye fixed upon his back. A look of intense dislike. Then you can't mix sci-fi with fantasy. You can't do that. <laughs> But sci-fi is just fantasy in space. Don't get me into it. Especially Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a space fantasy. <laughs> As the next... We can't go an episode without mentioning Star Wars. It's impossible. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> As the next day was Saturday, most students would normally have breakfasted late. Breakfasted. <laughs> I, I read that wrong. <laughs> Harry, Ron, and Hermione, however, were not alone in rising much earlier than they usually did on weekends. When they went down into the entrance hall, they saw about 20 people milling around it, some of them eating toast, all examining the Goblet of Fire. It had been placed at the center of the hall on the stool that normally bore the sorting hat. A thin golden line had traced on the floor, forming a circle ten feet around in every direction. Anyone put their name in it? Ron asked the third-year girl eagerly. Third-year girl. All the dorms drop lot. <laughs> okay, she replied. But I haven't seen anyone from Hogwarts yet. <laughs> Bet someone that will put it here last night after we went to bed. Said Harry. I would have, if it hadn't been me, wouldn't have wanted everything watching. What if the goblet just gobbled you back up out again? Someone laughed at Harry. Ha 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 ha. 
turning, he saw Fred, George, and Lee Jordan, basketball player, hurrying down the staircase. <laughs> All three of them. I'm looking extremely excited. Let's let's uh, from now on, Lee Jordan will be uh, Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah. Don't it, Fred said in triumphant whisper <laughs> to Harry, Ron, and Hermione. Just taking it. What? said Ron. The aging potion. Dung brains, said Fred. Um, <laughs> one drop each. I don't remember what voice I was doing for Fred. Yes, <laughs> Rubbing his hands together with glee. <laughs> We only need we only need a few months older. Oh, who? Okay, I don't want to be Lee Jordan. Come on, someone. I'm like everybody. <laughs> okay. What would Lee Jordan say? What would Lee Jordan say? being racist. No, no, no. <laughs> don't just. Don't, yeah. Um. Just. Okay. We're going to split a thousand guardians between the three of us if one of us wins. I'm making him an Irish. Okay, he's Irish. He's very Irish. Which is racist, but that's okay. Sorry. But it's okay. <laughs> said Lee, grinning broadly. I'm not sure this is going to work, you know. Said Hermione warmingly. I'm sure Dumbledore would have thought of it. Fred, George, and Lee ignored her. Ready? Fred said to the other two, quivering with excitement. Come on, then. I'll go first. Harry watched, fascinated as Fred pulled a slip of parchment out of his pocket, bearing the words, Fred Weasley Hogwarts. Fred walked right up to the edge of the line and stood there, rocking on his toes like a diver preparing for a 50-foot drop. Then, with the eyes of every person in the entrance hall upon him, he took a great breath and stepped over the line. For a split second, Harry thought it had worked. George certainly thought so, for he let out a yell of triumph. Triumph! And let down for Fred. <laughs> but next moment, <laughs> there was a loud sizzling sound, and both twins were hurled out of the golden circle as though they had been thrown by an invisible shot putter. They landed painfully. Land painfully. Ah. Uh. Oh. Ten feet away on a cold stone floor. And to add insult to injury, there was a loud popping noise, and both of them sprouted identical long white beards. The entrance hall rang with laughter. Even Fred and George joined in. Once they had gotten to their feet and taken a good look at each other's beards. I did warn you, said in a deep amused voice, and everyone turned to see Professor Dumbledore coming out of the Great Hall. He surveyed Fred and George, his eyes twinkling. I suggest you both go up to <clears throat> Madame Pomfrey. That was a really big jump. That was. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. She is already tending to Miss Fasek. 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 Water faucet. Of Ravenclaw. <laughs> and Mr. Summers of Hufflepuff, both of whom decided to age themselves up a little too. Huh? Though I must say, neither of their beards is any. <laughs> neither of their beards is any. <laughs> Why is this so funny? Neither of their beards is anything like as fine as yours. Fred and George set off for the hospital wing. <clears throat> My 
voice. Mmm, it's just whipped cream, accompanied by Lee, who is howling with laughter, and Harry, Ron, and Hermione also chortling went into breakfast. British word. That's such a word, isn't it? <laughs> the decorations in the Great Hall had changed this morning, as it was Halloween. Cloud of live bats were floating around the enchanted ceiling. COVID. Um, <laughs> yeah, they, while hundreds. <laughs> that is not safe. <laughs> no. While hundreds of carved pumpkins leered from every corner, Harry led the way over to Dean and Seamus, who were discussing those Hogwarts students of 17 or over who might be entering. There's a rumor. No. Someone, uh, come on, guys. Someone step up. Come on. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Um, this is Dean, right? Dean, what would he sound like? Or he's just like a boring guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, never mind. Yeah, okay, I got, I got he, so. he did oh, yeah, a Jenny before yeah, okay. Harry, so yeah. There's a rumor going around that Warrington got up early and quit his name. <laughs> it's just like really boring. <laughs> Dean told Harry. That big bloke from Slytherin who looks like a slob. <laughs> oh my god. Harry, who played Quidditch against Warrington, shook his head in disgust. Oh my god, I'm a Slytherin champion! Oh, this is Seamus. Oh, the Hufflepuffs are talking about the jiggery. <laughs> <laughs> Said Seamus contemptuously. But I wouldn't have a, <laughs> I wouldn't have thought that he would have wanted to risk his good looks. Listen, said Hermione suddenly. People were tearing out in entrance hall. They all swiveled around in their seats and saw Angelina Johnson coming into the hall. Grinning in an embarrassed sort of way, a tall black girl who played Chaser. Okay, J.K. Rowling, that's okay. Who played Chaser on the Gryffindor Quidditch team. Angelina came over to them, sat down and said, Well, done it. Just put my name in. <laughs> that that was something. That, I'm not sure what it was. Yeah, it's something. I, I like it. I like it. You're kidding, said Ron, looking impressed. Are you seven times dead? Asked Harry. Course she is. She can't see a beard, can you? I had my birthday last week. Said Angela. It's you again. Oh, shoot. Well, I'm glad someone's from Dunkirk Gryffindor's entry. Said Hermione. I really hope you get it, Angelina. Right. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Hermione. Thanks, Hermione. Oh, crap. I like this crap. <laughs> Said Angelina, smiling at her. Yeah. Better you than pretty boy Jiggery. <laughs> Said Seamus, causing several Hufflepuffs passing their table to scowl heavily at them. What are we going to do today, then? Ron asked Harry and Hermione when they had finished breakfast and were leaving the Grey Hall. We haven't been down to visit Hogwarts yet. Okay, said Ron. Oh, said Harry, said Ron. Just as long as he doesn't ask us to donate a few fingers to the Scroots. A look of great excitement suddenly dawned on Hermione's face. I've just realized. 
Everyone else Hagrid, the joint's due yet, she said brightly. Wait for me, will you, while I nip upstairs and get the badges? What is it with her? <laughs> I went like so cow for a second. <laughs> said Ron, exasperated as Hermione ran, yeah, yeah, ran away. <laughs> what is <laughs> what is it with her? <laughs> as Hermione ran up to the marble staircase. Oi, Ron! <laughs> said Harry suddenly. It's your friend! The students from Bubble Tones were coming through the front doors from the grounds. Among them, the Vila girl those gathered around the Goblet of Fire stood back to let them pass, watching eagerly. This is a lot longer. <laughs> Why is this? Okay. Madame Maxine entered a hall behind her students and organized them into a line. One by one, the Bulbaton students stepped across the H line, dropped their slips of parchment into the blue-white flames as each name entered a fire. It turned briefly red and emitted sparks. And those sparks... Let us to a quick break. Yes. Okay. So we can go make another drink. I need a drink. <laughs> My voice. Hey, we're back from break. We're going to stop reading now. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I, had enough, fun. I had enough of narrating. My voice was going out. It was fun, though. Yeah. Um, this chapter just it. ended up being longer than I thought it would be. Even though it's a shorter one, it's really not a long chapter, but no, we're but for reading. Time. Well, because we're, yeah. we're making it, we're giving it life, okay? Sure. We're not just reading it, okay? <laughs> but we're going to get this episode moving back along here. And we're going to get into some Harry Potter quizzes. So I think just to kind of get us into that quiz mode. Do you have a phone? Yeah, yeah you do. Yeah, Look up. Yeah, so we have uh, another one of my coworkers Watch and friends you sitting in. Your name? No, I said my name. I said Kara. Kara, okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah, her name's Kara, and she's cool. She's gonna sit in and enjoy this bad madness. She's also gonna take the too. Oh, are you? Yeah, 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 yeah she is. Okay, okay. Everyone. Everyone pull up BuzzFeed. Just type in... Um... Oh, can you push that? There we go. It's a bad cable. I promise I'm going to go get some more. <laughs> probably won't even hear it. What are we typing in? Type in um, the sorting quiz that will tell you which Hogwarts house you truly belong in. The sorting quiz, BuzzFeed. If you type in just Harry Potter... Who are you, Quiz? Is it okay? I got it. I okay, I one. And you oh, said that... Buzzfeed, right? Yeah, Buzzfeed. The sorting quiz will tell you which Hogwarts house you belong to. Is that is this it? Is this it? Yeah. Does it start with you made it to Hogwarts, which means you've already bought a wand? Is it the first question? You yeah, the you bought a wand. Yeah, I think. Uh. That cord is the bane of your existence. Yeah. Wiggle it on your end. That's what she said. Oh, I was turning. <laughs> was my mic turned off? Still? So this is the one I have pulled up, guys. It looks like so this. Okay. The sorting. Nice, nice, cool. We got it. Oh, sweet. Okay. Want to be back? All right. Oh, yep. That's it. All right. So we're gonna figure out which 
Hogwarts house we are. Okay. And for people that aren't Harry Potter nerds or just don't know anything about it, you have Hogwarts, Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw, and Gryffindor. Wait, wait. Yes. <laughs> Slytherin. Slytherin. Hogwarts is the school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. My, my house is Hogwarts. Yeah. <laughs> so... Can Tora, can you just explain to us what each just each house like what they are, what they represent? Okay, so Slytherin is like ambitious. They're like the most ambitious students, and then um, Hufflepuff. They're known as like the finders and kind of just like um. Stoners. Oh, <laughs> no, it's just kind of like the other. Uh, really, no, wait, 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 <laughs> I remember that weird fact about Harry Potter that apparently their dorms are next to the kitchen. Really? They're definitely the stoners. And then we have Ravenclaw. Yeah, they're like the smartest, the most the logical. Yeah. And, and then, then Gryffindor, everyone yeah, should know that. The most brave, the most daring. All the important characters. <laughs> oh, God. You know. Okay. <laughs> you've made it to Hogwarts, which means you've already bought a wand from Ollivanders. What material is at its core? Ooh. Phoenix feather, dragon heart string, or unicorn hair? I'm going to say uh, unicorn hair. That's unicorns, strong. you know, unicorns are the national animal of Scotland. They are. So, so they're real. real. <laughs> that, that is actually the national animal of Scotland. No, seriously, yeah. Okay. I guess you're doing this. So. During the end of your exams, you notice one of your classmates was using an enchanted quill. Ooh, Ooh. cheaters. Um, you come to the top... You come top of the class anyway, and they are second. What do you do? Nothing? <laughs> I like that. Don't care. Cheating is wrong. Yeah, nothing. So, like, you, you would give them a high five for managing to sneak the quill into the exam, right? You're going to do nothing? Well, I would, okay. I would, I would not encourage the other students to admit what they've done to the professor. I'm just kind of, like, pressure them that's see, right, into feeling bad. Yeah, see, none of... Like, None of these. None of these fit me because I would probably do nothing, no matter what. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I guess I would do nothing too because I I do, the, do nothing. But the nothing here says, but if I didn't come atop, I would definitely tell. See, so that's like petty. I would just be like, I don't care. That's their problem. Okay. You would be most hurt if a person called you weak, ignorant, unkind, or boring. For me, it would be boring, because there's no way I'm boring. Boring. <laughs> You're boring. You're a boring person. That's such an insult. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, boring. Okay. <laughs> You're locked in locked in a duel. Oh, what's yours, Tori, by the way? I said weak. Weak. Said weak. Whoa, Dan, you want to go? Gonna cry? I chose. <laughs> you know, boring. I chose boring because boring means I'm not cool. I do. I do. I missed the part where that's my problem. Nobody works too. No one else got that. I missed the part where that's my problem. Oh hell no! Oh hell! Spider Man. Bully McGuire. He deserves an. Okay, you're locked in a duel with a skilled opponent. They fire an unknown spell at you, and you shout. Protego. I don't think that's the shield charm. Stupefy, does that make you dumb? No, Stupefy knocks you out. Knocks you out. What's Crucio? It's a torture. Oh, I'll do that one. 
him. Oh my god. <laughs> just torture him. I mean, because you don't know what they're firing at you. Yeah, I'll take that one. I'm going to do a stupefying. It's a torture. And Spelly is disarmed for it. And yeah, I, I wish they had the killing curse on here. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Evabra. It is your fifth year of Hogwarts, and you've just received a howler from howler from your parents. What for? What what, what's that? It's a note that yells at you. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I wish they. Re- that's the of all Harry Potter things. That's the one I wish existed in real life. I'd like a paper that you open it and it yells at you. <laughs> So for me, it would be sneaking into the Forbidden Forest on a dare. Same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I used to do a lot of dares. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Which of these Dumbledore quotations speaks to you? Mm. Pity the living and above all those who live without love. Blah, 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 blah. Um, this is a boring one. I think so. But I'm going to pick. Um, it matters not what someone is born, but what they grow to be. That's what I yeah, think. but that's that a, but that's a more boring question. These are all boring. Which of, <laughs> which of these most accurately describe your relationship with your closest friends? Those around me, so I have very few close friends. We get drunk and do a podcast. I tend to be very um, few close friends that I trust my life with, but instead of trust life, do a podcast. <laughs> um, I think that's more fitting. Um, yeah. which, which of the skills are you most... I would equate doing the podcast to trusting you with me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which of your skills are you most proud of? Really absorb new information, make new friends, get what I want, keep secrets. Um, new information. I, I guess it's new information for me. Cause I'm this sounds cool. like a quiz that's taking itself seriously. It's taking like itself that. way too seriously. <laughs> the first Quidditch match of the season is approaching. And you can't wait to get involved. What role are you playing? Beater. <laughs> yeah, beater. Actually, no. Be in the crowd. I want to be the beater. Oh, that's true. <laughs> you can't drink while you're playing. You get and disqual- I'm gonna beat people. I assume you. Either, you assume you either get disqualified or would just lose. Okay. Um. Sorry about the technical difficulties for everyone listening at home. Um. Okay. There we go. That mic is, I mean, that cord is just the worst. Yeah. What was that? I think we all know the answer to my next question. Gotta get a new You're allowed a pet at Hogwarts, an owl, cat, or a toad. I know what you would choose. Yeah. You like owls. I love them. Cat, definitely. Nothing. I can't be trusted to look after a pet. Um, <laughs> That's me in real life. Definitely an owl, and I'll tell you why. Because the owl, um, if it's a big enough owl... Can well, an owl can definitely eat, uh, kill a toad. Um, and if it's a big enough owl and a small enough cat, it can also kill the cat. So, owl oh, wins <laughs> in you all of those situations. They're actually really <laughs> dumb birds, yeah, <laughs> and they're known to be wise. It's just they have such good natural like, like senses and reflexes that they seem like they're better. tactical hunters, you know? yeah, like, yeah. Okay. It's Saturday. You finished your homework, and you have some free time. You record a podcast. That's what you do. Yeah. <laughs> you decide to spend some time away from your common room. Where do you go? The kitchen. Hi guys. What are you talking about? The room. The room of requirement. Oh yeah. I didn't know what that was. Explain that to our viewers. What's the room requirement? It's just like a room that will give you like what what you asked for, but you have to like focus on it. As you're asking, you know, like, 
if you want like a training room, it'll give you like, you know, a place with like a mat, you know, and you know, the equipment that you need. So yeah, if you needed a studio for recording a podcast. Yeah. I want a Marshall half stack. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you shouldn't go there. Well, yeah. you wouldn't wish for a Marshall Hapstack. You would wish for a recording studio for music that, and it would have a Marshall Hapstack. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's a it room. Gives you a room. It's a room that. Oh. It's time to wake up, guys. <laughs> I'm glad that wasn't licensed, because <laughs> we'd be running into some issues right now. Um, what would you see? Uh, crap. That's fine. What would you see in the mirror of? Ira said. Ira said. Oh, this is the mirror that tells you what it, sh- it shows your dead parents. Yeah. What <laughs> well, what I see, I would see Jason. The killer or my dad? Your dad. <laughs> um, these are all like self, like. I guess surrounded by riches. I mean, why wouldn't you want that? A marvelous adventure, because then I could be like Indiana Jones. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I, w- it see, I wouldn't see myself in a marvelous no, adventure. I would see myself no. dressed as Indiana Jones, doing cool, right. doing cool shit. That's how I, I interpret that. No, yeah. I'm just <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I would see by by myself experience a marvelous adventure. That means uh, <laughs> uh, a remake of Indiana Jones Four, starring me instead of Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Okay, a remake of the fourth one? There's not even a fourth one. A fourth movie, then. Okay. Starring you as Shia LaBeouf? No, yeah, me as Shia LaBeouf, and then the <laughs> character is Shia LaBeouf, not the character that he plays, and it's better than the movie actually was. Good! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Choose the Deathly Hollow, Elder One, Resurrection Stone. Invisibility. Invisibility, definitely. Oh, yeah. You can just get up so many because, shenanigans yeah. with that. Here's the thing. You don't have to know magic to use that. No, it yeah, just works. True. Yeah. As Todd Howard says, it just works. It just works. <laughs> See that mountain? <laughs> you can climb it. It just works. It just works. Yeah, but then they're not the same person that they used to be, so. Well, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm wiggling it. Which path do you intend to follow after leaving Hogwarts? Hmm. Travel for, I'm going to say travel for a while before committing to a career because yeah. uh, there's a lot of shenanigans I can get into. <laughs> yeah, that. that's yeah. the most ambiguous one. Yeah. You, for example, while you're traveling, you could do a traveling podcast. Yes, which, boom, maybe we'll yeah. do. Uh, <laughs> um, road trip. <laughs> and finally, we know that the sorting hat takes into account your preferences. So which Hogwarts house do you feel you identify most closely mm-hmm. Well, is this is so boring. Yeah, they're just like the finders. Yeah. Like, um, oh, this is lame. Yeah, I got Gryffindor. I'm 35% Gryffindor, 28% Slytherin, 20% Ravenclaw, and 17% Hufflepuff. Yeah, I got 44% Gryffindor, 30% Hufflepuff, 16% Ravenclaw, and 10% Slytherin. What'd you get, Tori? I guess 28% was the highest. I got 42% Gryffindor, 21% Ravenclaw, 90% Slytherin, and 8 I don't think we had Gryffindor answers. I'm more Gryffindor than you. Yeah, I'm 44%. <laughs> oh, I think That's I got really high. <laughs> <laughs> I almost got Slytherin, it looks like. Yeah, yeah, you were yeah. answering Slytherin, like, answering. 25%, 20%. <laughs> What'd you get, Kara? Yeah, you're like all of them. It's weird, I don't like that. I don't like that. 
42% Gryffindor, 27% Ravenclaw, 18 Hufflepuff, and 30 Did we all get Gryffindor? No, I got Hufflepuff. Technically. Oh, you got Hufflepuff? <laughs> no, let's see. No, I'll, so Technically. So you're 20. Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. What, is that bad? No. I have no. Ravenclaw. That's so hard. Okay, guys. Okay, okay. We sound like okay. there's a lot so of talking going on. That's okay. not <laughs> Okay, so Kara's a little mad because she thinks herself a Ravenclaw. She I got mean, Gryffindor. She's pissed. Dude, I thought I was a Hufflepuff all the way. Oh, oh, wait. Yeah. Turns out you're more Slytherin than a Hufflepuff. I don't like this. I don't like that quiz. All right. This one's just for you, Tora. This one's just for you. So I need you to speak up on this one. Okay, well, what do you mean? Just the rather difficult Harry Potter quiz. Okay, rather difficult, okay. No, I'll just do it for you. I'll just read it. Oh, jeez, okay. Wait, just make it easier. You can look at it, I guess. Yeah. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Cool, 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 cool. Okay. What was the name of Pit? Okay. That's Brooklyn Nine-Nine. What was the name? Whoa, what the? Which one? You gotta let him. You gotta. Okay. <laughs> okay, for now on, though, let me read it. So okay, this sorry. Thing, uh, yeah, it's a podcast. We, we have to read it out loud. <laughs> we care about the listeners. Okay, okay sorry. We care about you. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Don't. Let me read the whole thing. Damn. I mean, yeah, let me read the whole thing. Okay, okay. Is it In order of the. Yeah, I, I'll get to. <laughs> okay, <laughs> In order of the Phoenix. What three things are scattered on the floor of the night bus when Harry, Ron, and Hermione are heading back to Hogwarts? Cat hair, feathers, and kit, cat, kitty litter? Frog spawn, cockroaches, and custard creams? Beetle dung, dead wasp, and bourbon biscuits? Eggshells, bat wings, and digestive biscuits? That all sounds terrible. Aren't all biscuits digestive? I don't think so. They might be like an extra fiber. Oh, biscuits are cookies in Britain. I forget about that. But cookies are digestive, too. I think What's the your... second one. So, frog spawn. Co- yeah, okay. Yeah, I think it might be that that so sounds very good. wizardy. Yeah, yeah. Frog spawn. Frog spawn. Yeah, Even though that's yeah, yeah, really yeah. not, because that's what... Whatever. Okay. What are the names of Severus Snape's parents? Trip Snape and Elenia... There's no oh, way it's Rip Snape. <laughs> Wait, here's a good one. Toby Snape. <laughs> and Ellen Prince. Hold on, hold on. Peanut butter and milk. Oh, yeah, that's the technique. Mark Harris. Toby <laughs> And Ellen Prince. I am Sir Alan Rickman, character actor. <laughs> I was in Die Hard. Harry Potter, what are you doing out of your dormitory at this? So what was it? Tobias Snape and Alan Prince. I mean, Toby is short for Tobias. Is it? Okay. Maybe? I don't know. I don't don't know anyone named Toby or Tobias. What was the code name that Fred was mistakenly called on the Potter Watch? Rodent, rattlesnake, rapier, or rabbit? Rodent. Rodents, okay. How many exceptions are there to Gamp's <laughs> elemental law? Four, three, five, or seven? Oh, shit. Okay, uh, let's go with three. Three. The rule of three. Damn. Incorrect. It was five. It's the Damn. rule of two, Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> a master and an apprentice. And then a secret apprentice. 
But that's not. But the secret apprentice isn't a real Sith. What color eyes? It's dark mauve, Elster. Or a Sith assassin. That's a quiz for me. I don't remember. Okay. What color eyes does Winky have? Brown? Oh, wait. Dark or light? Oh, we don't know. Oh, they are dark brown. Good. I didn't know it was telling us the answer when we did it. <laughs> I thought it. Scroots. Okay, okay. What do blast-ended scroots look like to Harry? Overcooked and slimy prawns, deformed shellless lobsters, mouthless snakes with hands. Oh my God. Eels with humpbacks and legs. Uh, okay, I think I'm gonna go with deformed lobsters. Okay. Was that wrong? That was right. That was oh, right, actually. Oh, okay. It will show the percentage at the end, I hope. Cool, 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 what, cool, cool. what was Hermione originally going to call spew? S-P-E-W. Okay, that's too much to read. You just picked the right answer because I don't feel like reading all that. I don't know any of these. Do you need at all? <laughs> well, it's obviously got to be like the one that spells out spew, right? No. Oh, no, this is what she was going to call it. Ban the abuse of magical creatures and came in to set them all free. Just come uh, on. Okay, let's go with the second one. Okay. Is it wrong? It's right. Uh, stop stop yeah. the outrageous abuse of our fellow oh. magical creatures oh. and camp. See, I was right. They were slaves. Oh, oh, oh. What's the acronym okay, for that? Spew. Oh, oh for this one? Okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Racist. She didn't have a good acronym for that one, so... No wonder she changed it. <laughs> you have to have a good acronym. <laughs> what is the name of the Bulgarian Minister of Magic? Chet. I'm not going to try to pronounce these. Chet. Chet? Chet? <laughs> Chet Montgomery. Chet Mon Jess? Yeah. <laughs> okay, then we're just going to have to guess over this one. Okay. Go with the, the fourth I'm one. I'm the third one. Oh, the fourth one? Okay. Wrong. Wrong. Damn. It was Oblonsk. Damn it. What type of hat was... If... <sighs> That's a hard word. Okay, you read it. Okay. Wait, Wearing wait. a Bill and Fleur's wedding. A moth-eaten fez. A tatty top hat, a suspic suspiciously stained wizard's hat. What does that mean? Okay. Okay, shit. Let's go with the first one. Why yeah, is a it top hat? What makes it suspiciously? I'm gonna throw my throw my my bed in there. It's a moth-eaten fez. Oh, oh yeah. good. I was right. Okay, cool. Yeah, you were right. Yes. Who gave Ambrosius Flume, the manager of Honeyduke's Sweet Shop, her first job? More names I can't pronounce. What? There's a lot of weird names in Harry okay, Potter. Okay, uh, let's just cho choose the fourth one. And then I like that one guy was just George. George. Or Lee. You know. Was it right? Incorrect. It? Damn. it was Caesarion Harkis. Damn. That can't be a real person. <laughs> <laughs> that can't be a person. <laughs> Who is the author of the Unfogging the Future? The what? Unfogging the Future. Is that like a textbook that they read or something? It, more names I can't pronounce, so you do it. <laughs> Just tell me. Let's go with the second one. Okay. Cassandra Woblotsky. Woblotsky. Oh. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. 
I didn't know there was that many Russian people in this. Or like vaguely Russian people. <laughs> least, <you know. laughs> in the book, what color were the dress robes that Padme, Padme, no, Padma, Padma Patel <laughs> wore to the Yule Bowl? Turquoise, pink, magenta, lime green. All of the above. I'm going to guess lime green. I'm going to throw my hat in the ring. I don't know the answer, but I'm just going to guess. Ah, oh, I think it was magenta. Magenta, okay. It was turquoise. Damn it, I was thinking that one. Two more questions. What does Rom Romilda vain... If, um, if Harry has a hippogriff on his chest. What? A hippogriff tattoo? <laughs> hippogriff! Yes, choose that one. Okay, yeah, it's real. Yes. Wow. Woo! <laughs> okay, okay. okay. Who is the editor of the Daily oh Prophet? God. Xenophobe, no, Xenophilius. Barnabas Koof. Xenomorph? The Xenomorph, yes. The first one. From Alien, starring Sigourney Weaver. and Sigourney Weaver the editor of the Daily Prophet? Okay, let's see what... Okay, view results. Let's see how much of a fan you are. You could be great, you know. You got a 66%. Yeah, that's bad. 10 out of 15. Oh, shit. Those you were know, hard. Hey, hey don't, don't feel bad oh, because um, every single one of those questions I would have just had to guess. So, yeah. Every single one? Okay, that makes me feel so much um, better. And <laughs> I have read some, at least some of the books. Okay. So I'm not like this guy. You just I know something about Harry Potter. So. All right, guys. <laughs> I want you to get your phone out again. Where we go? Anybody and everybody. Um, even though there's a few characters in this. Um, okay, what are, we, what are we doing? What are we doing? So. Oh, yeah. This is definitely going on Insta. Harry Potter. Um, it's on Botnik. Type oh, in Harry Potter AI nice. chapter. And you'll get it. It's like the first thing. <laughs> yeah, the Harry Potter and the portrait will look to be a large pile of ash. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> oh, dude, there's an animated version on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, there's so many versions. Oh, that's awesome. And another better podcast does it. <laughs> so, um, I don't know if any of you have seen, there's a trend online where people will take, uh, they'll take uh, yeah, songs of an artist or a TV show and feed it, or like script episodes of a TV show and feed it to an AI and have an AI write a song or a chapter or an episode or a script. It's, it's the one with the pages of the book. Yeah. Someone made a real book in this. Should I uh, narrate this one? You narrate this one. What? Carol. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, oh, you put at chapter. Oh. <laughs> so this, this is an AI uh, generated Harry Potter chapter based off of Harry Thousands Pot of hours. Of yeah, life. based off of based like Harry Potter stereotypes in the books. This is what the AI came up with of a, what it thinks a Harry Potter chapter would sound like. All right, so you're gonna do the narration this time. Yeah, and we'll. we'll I'm still gonna be Ron. Yeah, you'll still be Ron, and then we'll make up the other characters as we go. Uh, you'll be Hermione, still. Uh, um, and. We'll make up the other characters. Yeah, you um, can be Harry if you want as well. You want to be Harry? <laughs> <laughs> you want me to be Harry? Yeah. Okay. Whoever. 
Okay, I'll. Oh god, I'll try. Harry Potter. Actually, you be Harry again. Okay, I'll be, I'll, I'll be Harry again. Okay, so. <laughs> My. I don't know what you would call what I was doing earlier good. Just go for it, man. Harry Potter and the portrait of what looked to be, or what looked like a large pile of ash. Chapter 13. The Handsome One. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The castle ground snarled with a wave of magically magnified wind. <laughs> the sky outside was a great black ceiling, which was full of blood. <laughs> this is going to be hard. <laughs> the, the only sounds drifting from Hagrid's hut were the dis, uh, disdainful shrieks of his own furniture. Magic. It was something that Harry Potter thought was very good. <laughs> Leathery sheets of rain lashed at Harry's ghost as he walked across the grounds towards the castle. Ron was standing there doing a kind of frenzied tap dance. <laughs> he saw Harry and immediately began to <laughs> eat. <laughs> Say it. He saw Harry. I've not read this before, so <laughs> he saw Harry and immediately began to eat Hermione's family. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That's something, isn't it? <laughs> okay. This is hard. Ron's Ron shirt was just as bad as Ron himself. <laughs> if you two can't chomp happily, I'm going to get aggressive. Confessed the reasonable Hermione. What about Ron magic? Offered Ron to Harry. Ron was a too Harry. Ron was a loud, slow, and soft bird. <laughs> Harry did not like to think about birds. Death eaters are on top of the castle. Ron bleated, quivering. Ron was going to be his best friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> so Ron is just Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Ron was going to be spiders. He just was. He wasn't proud of that, but it was going to be hard not to have spiders all, <laughs> all over his body after all is said and done. Look, said Hermione. Obviously, there are lo loads of death eaters in the castle. Let's listen in on the meeting. The three. <laughs> The three complete friends zapped onto the landing outside the door of the castle roof. They almost legged it, but witches are not climbing. <laughs> Ron looked at the doorknob and then looked at Hermione with a searing pain. I think it's close, he noticed. Locked, said Mr. Staircase, the shabby-robed ghost. <laughs> they looked at the door, screaming about how closed it was and asking it to be replaced with a small orb. The password was... <laughs> Beep woman! Wait, one more, one more time. Beep woman! Hermione cried. Harry, Ron, and Hermione quietly stood behind a circle of Death Eaters who looked bad. I think it's okay if you like me, said one Death Eater. <laughs> Thank you very much, replied the other. The first Death Eater confidently leaned forward to plant a kiss on his cheek. <laughs> oh, well done, said the second as his friend stepped back again. 
All the other Death Eaters clap politely. <laughs> then they all took a few minutes to go over the plan to get rid of Harry's magic. Harry could tell that Voldemort was standing right behind him. <laughs> he felt a great overreaction. Harry tore his eyes from his head and threw them into the forest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, wait. Let's do a quick recap before we continue. So basically, in the beginning, Ron ate Hermione's entire family. Um, then he was covered in spiders. It was just going to happen. That's just how it was going to be. And, and then they're spying on Death Eaters. Spying on Death Eaters. Voldemort is there. Harry has torn his eyes from his head and threw him into a forest. Yeah. <laughs> Voldemort raised his eyebrows at Harry, who could not see anything at the moment. <laughs> Voldemort, you're very bad and mean, wizard, Harry savagely said. Hermione nodded encouragingly. The tall Death Eater was wearing a shirt that said, <laughs> 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 Hermione has forgotten how to dance. <laughs> so Hermione dipped his face in mud. <laughs> <laughs> Ron threw a wand at Voldemort and everyone applauded. Ron smiled. Ron reached for his wand slowly. Ron's the handsome one, muttered Harry as he reluctantly reached for his. They cast a spell or two and jets of green light shot out from the Death Eater's head. Ron flinched. Oh! Not so handsome now! thought Harry as he dipped Hermione in hot sauce. <laughs> Death, the Death Eaters were dead now, and Harry was hungrier than he had ever been. The Great Hall was filled with an incredible moaning chandeliers and a large librarian <laughs> who had decorated the sinks with books about masonry. <laughs> Mount... <laughs> Mountains of mice exploded. Several long pumpkins fell out of McGonagall's. <laughs> Dumbledore's hair scooted next to Hermione as Dumbledore arrived at school. The pig of Hufflepuff pulsed like a large bullfrog. Dumbledore smiled at him and placed his hand on its head. You're Hagrid now. We're the only people who matter. He's never going to get rid of us. Harry, Hermione, and Ron said in chorus. <laughs> the floor of the castle seemed like a large pile of magic. The Dursleys had never been to the <laughs> castle, and they were not about to come there. In Harry Potter and the portrait of what looked like a large pile of ash. <laughs> Harry looked around and then fell down the spiral staircase. <laughs> <laughs> For the rest of the story. <laughs> I'm Harry Potter. Harry began yelling. The dark arts better be worried. Oh boy. So there you go. There you go. That is uh, the a the AI generated Harry Potter and the portrait of what looked that like a large pile amazing. of ash. That was amazing. That I would have had just as hard of a time if I was narrating that whole thing. Um, yeah, that's something. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, though, it wasn't really an AI. 
lot of that them. did it by lot themselves. Of those aren't, yeah. It's this guide. It's this program where you type in, you start typing in stuff, and it, it's basically like auto predict. Mm-hmm. You put in all these words in like a dictionary that it pulls from. So it had all these words from the Harry Potter books, and it just pulled the ones that popped up the no- enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. Definitely. But it's still funny. That doesn't ruin it for me. Yeah. It's not just hilarious. So, um... I wish we could have an auto-generated episode of the Odd Drunk Podcast. Maybe one day. Yeah. <laughs> just have an AI do it. <laughs> have an AI listen to thousands of hours of our show. <laughs> and just do something, you know? Just do it. Just do it. Um, so, that's about the episode right there. Hope you guys had fun listening to it. We had a lot of fun here. Um, do you guys have any last things to say? Any last remarks? No. No, okay. Okay. <laughs> That's just thought I would offer. Yeah. So um, make sure to follow our Instagram. Um, oh, I have an... Wait, should I do it now? Did the you? Facebook group thing? Oh, sure. Okay. So yeah, follow our Instagram. And then for the Facebook group, so... The original one is private, which is really bad because it doesn't allow new people to come in and for it to grow organically. So what we're going to do, we're not going to delete the old one or anything. We're going to keep that, the Odd Drunk fan page. But coming up uh, pretty soon, what we're going to be doing is starting a new fan group. I don't know what we're going to call it yet, but we will let you all know. Um, But it's going to be public so people can actually join it easily and share it. Because we ran into some problems with that. Um, so keep your eyes out for that. Check out the Instagram. Check out. We got our link tree in the description. That will show you everything that we're streaming on currently. We're on Spotify, Podbean, Apple Podcasts. We're even on YouTube now, kind of. We're on just all kinds of stuff. We're on most things. Pandora, iHeartRadio. Mm-hmm. Spotify, that's the big one. That's what I listen to. So, yeah, um, check that all out. And do you have anything to say, Colton? Any hints for next week? Or are we just, like, going for it? Oh, next week, right. It's going to be good. I don't know if it's going to be next week, but we do plan on reviewing Willy's Wonderland coming up. Yeah, last, We're really excited episode, for that. Last episode, we said that we would uh, do an episode on that within the month. So and expect it, it, it next week. Out, yeah. yeah, expect to see that next week, but who knows? We always come up with something random and fun, trying to keep it real, trying to keep it fresh, you know? Keep it fresh and real. And you guys, our listeners. Like the fresh prints. Keep it fresh and real for us, okay? Yeah. Okay. Just rolled outro. Hold the outro. <laughs>